0: lots going on and yet it feels like nothing is going on amen do you feel that way right now I uh, have been doing a thing in Crosswalk called the Rona check-in to see how you're doing through this time of quarantine um so let me get you all caught up my stove was delivered yesterday so um I'm hoping that it's installed today Jeff and Owen maybe please Um, So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, I did try to touch up my roots a little bit. I'm not sure how that went, but at least I don't think it looks lavender up there. I hope not. Um, And then I'm excited because Josh has given me a run for my money. Last week he was blonde and this week he's gray, so we're just trying to touch all the gamuts of color. Um, But one of the things that I will talk to you about a little bit is, I don't know about you, I feel like watching the news has not been my friend. Um, how many of you are raising your hand going amen Um, watching the news for me has personally been a moment where we've just cut it off at my house because no one can get along on what's happening no one knows what really should happen we just know one thing we want everybody okay so in the meantime what that has meant is I have to find other things to do so i dove into cleaning out closets that's where i'm at how many of you can relate to that right so i'm cleaning out my closet and i would love to say that i have this one-year rule if i don't use it then you know i get rid of it well i would be lying to you if that were the case i think i'm up to about 30 pairs of shoes i've gotten rid of do not judge me on that um but my closets are getting clean So that's a positive note, right? So I'm hoping your closets are clean. I'm hoping that you're eating well. And I'm hoping that you're not stir crazy yet through this season. Um, I love you and I miss you. I miss you so much, all of you. And I thank you this week for the birthday text. And I thank you for um, reaching out to me on my birthday. I had food delivered. I had cake delivered. And um, I had Uh, shoes delivered so you know it was a really good birthday Um, but thank you so much Um, it was a really good day because I got to spend it with my boys so for me it was the perfect day but I know that for some of you you're struggling and I want you to know that Lover's Lane hears you we know this isn't easy for some of you we know that for some of you it's minute by minute and we are praying and we are there for you so we don't take that lightly either Today we're on our second, third week actually of become the gospel. And what does that mean? Um, today is, is a, a, about generosity. I love that word. I think that is a cool word. Say that with me. Generosity. You feel, you, you feel like you know what you're talking about when you say a word like that. Not just giving, but are you generous? Generosity. When you look up that word, It means the quality of being kind and generous, right? Showing a readiness to give more of something as of money, time, and anything that's really needed or expected. Generosity is a quality that is a lot like unselfishness. Someone showing generosity is happy to give. Did you get that word? They're happy to give. They're happy to give of their time. They're happy to give of their money. They're happy to give of any resource that they have. That's really what it means to be generous, generous, therefore generosity. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, and I want you to follow me if you have your phones or your Bibles. I want you to pull them out, and I want you to turn to Luke 6. I love this verse. And you're all probably going to have it marked in just a minute. You're going to open it and look, I know what she's about to read. We're going to start at verse 27. But I say to you who are willing to hear. Now get that line. That's a really important line. Who are willing to hear. Love your enemies. Do Do good to those who hate you. I got stuck on that love your enemies. I don't know about you. I had to think about that a minute. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on the cheek, offer them the other one as well. If someone takes your coat, don't withhold your shirt either. Give to everyone who asks and don't demand your things back from those who take them. Treat people in the same way that you want them to treat you. If you love those who love you, why should you be commended? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, why should you be commended? Even sinners do that. If you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, why should you be commended? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be paid back in full. Instead, love your enemies. He says it again. Instead, love your enemies, do good, and lend expecting nothing in return. If you do, you will have a great reward. You will be acting the way children of the Most High act. For he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked people. Be compassionate just as your father is compassionate. This is for the word of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Okay, so not going to lie to you right now, I feel like, My toes are all stepped over every single time I read this scripture. Love your enemies. God, do you really know my enemies? God, do you really understand how they treat me? Do you really understand how they talk about me behind my back? Do you really understand how much money they have stolen from me? God, do you really understand? Love your enemies. Remember last week in our verse when they were taunting him and mocking him while he is dying on the cross. What does he say? Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So I I really want to stop a moment. And I want you to understand that even during this time of Rona, it really is a time to be thinking about what generosity is. It really is a time to not be thinking about how we're going to survive, but how are we going to live? And part of living is being generous with what that means and what God has blessed us with. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that some of you are sitting there thinking, Dee Dee, you don't know that I'm not sure where I'm going to get a meal tomorrow, or you don't know how I'm going to pay my mortgage this month, and you're right, I don't. But I know the God who does. He will never leave you or forsake you. I know that. So, being generous isn't always about your money. Being generous sometimes is about several things. Generosity is not simply about the money, time, or emotions or things, it's all the above. It's all the above. Some of you may not have money, but you've got time. Some of you may not have time, but you've got money. It's all the above. Maybe for some of you, it's about emotions, because I don't know how some of you are, but for me, it's about where do I put those emotions. So generosity is not simply about giving your money. It's giving of what is important to you. In the ancient world, many groups believed that the community was to imitate their leader. So Jesus draws us on this principle that when grounding in this sermon, it becomes important to understand that community is to be merciful as God is merciful. Mercy is releasing people from circumstances that they can't release themselves from. So when you're generous, not just of your money and not just of your time, and you're generous to helping others and in giving to others, you're imitating your Father God. That's what this is about. They all imitated the example that was set before them. The example set before us, remember we talked about it once again last week. Father, forgive them. So that has been set before us. That example is right in front of us. So are we giving generously of our time? Are we given generously of our money, our emotions? Are we afraid of the unknown? I am. We are in this abyss, this uncharted area that we have never been in before. So to say that I'm not afraid wouldn't be true. But then every time I get a little bit of anxiety, I see a picture of my pastor and my husband, and one of my closest friends that is a pastor at this church, bagging food. And let me tell you something this week, we were on a call, and Pastor Sarah was on that call with us, and she was outside passing out bags while she was on the call. In one hour, 400 bags went out. That's generous, Lovers Lane. That is generous. But we don't do that so you see Lovers Lane. We do that because there is a need. And our pastor saw a need and he went for it in a time. Because let me tell you, it's the coolest bag. It's fresh fruit. It's fresh vegetables. And I've had some of them and they're good. Rice and beans. Something that will get somebody through another day. So when I get in this place of anxiety and worry and fear, I see my friends and my colleagues working hard to make sure that no one else has to live in that same fear. So no one else has to live into what it means not to have food on the table. That's generosity. I've had friends checking on me. I've seen some of you checking on each other when I know that that's not easy for you. That's generosity. Some of you have taken the time to make phone calls. Some of you have taken the time to have food delivered. Some of you have taken time to just say, are you okay? And I don't even really know you, but I'm on Bible study with you, and I just want to make sure you're okay. It's really cool to watch all of that. That's generosity. So it constantly draws us to ask this question, are we imitating our leader? God, I see Lover's Lane doing that. I see my pastor doing that. I see my friends doing that. I see you doing that. You see, generosity is about loving others as you love yourself. The golden rule, right? Love your neighbor as yourself. In almost four or five different religions that I've studied, they all say something very close to that same line. Love your neighbor as yourself. Do to others as you would have them do to you. But first, you have to love yourself. You have to fully understand how much God loves you in order to understand how to be loving and generous to others. So maybe through this time, you've been figuring that out. When we fully, and we never really will, when we fully understand how much God loves us, it opens a door that we can't possibly ever fully walk through, but we can try in showing others how God loves. It shows others generosity. When you take that time or you spend that money, or you give to your church, or you give of just the emotions that you feel like you don't have left. When you give of yourself, and you take a moment to live in that selfless place, and hopefully that becomes a habit, right? That's what I've been asking the Lord for. How can I be more generous? In Luke 6, relationships were viewed as this type of relationship that if I give to you, then you're going to give back to me. That's why I'm doing this. Jesus says, no. That's not how this works. I want you to give to others basically expecting nothing in return. When you give, you give because you're an example of me. When you give, you're giving because they need. It has nothing to do with you. Jesus says, give because that's what he's asked us to do. Even sinners love. Even sinners give. Even sinners do something. If Jesus' followers relate to others based on nothing more than receiving something in return, they simply reinforce what was going on back then, back in the old days, right? Because that means they simply had not learned. Generosity never asked questions. Luke perceived that many of the Jewish leaders and many of the Romans were hateful. Even as enemies, he perceived them. Instead of responding, though, in various forms of meanness, or threats. God called for an attitude change. To seek the good in others. To build it up in the community to love one another. We are never called to ask who deserves our generosity. We're just called to be obedient. Now, I want to take a moment, and I really want you guys to listen to me as we close, because I'm going to have the guys sing a song with me that I really want you to hear. But I want to take just a moment. Generosity is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> right now, there is so much on social media. As good as social media is for us, it's also really hard. We see things that people post or we see things that people say on television. We watch newscasts and we think, what is happening around us? We can't decide, do we open up our nation? Do we keep our nation closed? We can't decide, is this side wrong or is this side right? And here I stand in the middle and I have no idea. Some of us have definite opinions on what all of that means but for a moment I felt recently that we were in this place of just kind of loving on in each other because we were all in the same place then in the past week all of a sudden I felt like we divided again if we're truly mimicking our leader our God and we're truly showing generosity. And I know that some of you sit there and thought, oh goodness, she's going to be talking about money. Sometimes we're scared to do that too, but money is what makes the world go round. Money really is how we function. But we also function because you give of your time and because you give selflessly in a way to others that you watch and you pay attention of their need and what is needed before them. Lovers Lane stepped out on faith to do this food ministry through this time. We're up to 11,000 families, 11,000 families that have been helped. And here's the cool part. One bag feeds five people, and that bag costs $10. $10 feeds five people. Lovers Lane stepped out and started this ministry, not 100% sure how we would fund it. But it didn't matter because we know our Lovers Lane people, they give, they help. When they see a need, they show up. You guys have shown up here and you have bagged food. You have shown up here and you have volunteered. You have been generous. But we're not done yet. We're not done yet. In a world that feels broken, in a world that feels like sometimes we're living in Oz. Be the light. Be the light. Be something different. Give generously. Love generously. Don't ask questions. Just do it. Be the light.